As I sit back and reflect from January 1st to December 29th, 2023, I wonder what my life has been like this year. I pause, I hesitate, and I wonder why. I wonder how, and I wonder if. January 2023, I was in the fight of my life. You see, prior to January 2023, March 2022, I began the process of searching for a divorce attorney. The place in which I was in was no longer working for me. The marriage was broken. It felt like I was in it all by myself, not just in a marriage by myself, But being a parent with a husband, but yet being a single parent. I often tell people that you're married, but yet still single. If that makes sense, that's how it felt. Truth of the matter is, I couldn't believe that this was happening to me. I couldn't believe that I was going through that. I was like, God, why me? You couldn't find anyone else. But I'll be absolutely honest with you. It was frustrating, humiliating, and embarrassing that I had to go through that. I had to deal with people whispering, people gossiping, lack of support from anyone. I couldn't tell friends and I couldn't tell family what I was dealing with because some would have forced me to stay and some would have said, oh, well. But January 2023 ended that process that I started in March. See, March, I began to search for an attorney. April, I found one and we began to work tirelessly together to fill out paperwork and send it in and fill out paperwork and send it in and review paperwork, send in documents and send in that. And truth of the matter, it was in the midst of that where I realized everything that I had built over the past 20 years began to crash and begin to fall. My plan, my desire was to be married for a long time. 
as you state in your vows, till death do you part. That's what I was in for. But nevertheless, that was not the plan God had for me. And people often say that God, you know, what God puts together, let no man separate. But sometimes God has to bring you out of things and bring you out of situations and take you out of places to keep you from not only being hurt, but from you hurting someone else and from you going through some things that he doesn't need you to go through at that moment. And while he's bringing you out, he has something better for you. Someone else or something that will teach you what you didn't get and to help you build where you left off. I thought that life as I knew it was over. And when I received the email that in January that everything was final, I began to breathe the fresh air. But then I realized I had nowhere to go. And the search to find a home for me and my children was impossible. Not only dealing with the divorce, and filling out the paperwork and getting documents together to send in, but being scammed out of money from so-called landlords or so-called homeowners. And, you know, it was just one thing after another and, you know, you pay a key deposit and you go see the house, but you don't get the key. And you pay a deposit, half a deposit, and then you don't hear back from them and you can't get your money back. I lost buhukus of money, but yet still no place to go. So fast forward to March 2023. I found a home found a place that I could call home for me and my children. Even though I can't paint a wall pink, I can't put border in the kitchen. I can't put fabulous paintings on the wall. But it's a home. I have a roof over my head and a bed to sleep, food to eat. But many times during this struggle of moving, I had no food to eat, wondered if I would be evicted, wondered where I would turn next, how I was going to get from point A to point B. And it seemed as if people began to turn their backs on me. I even called myself talking to friends, but they always Seem to have an answer. I told you to do this. I told you to do that. But looking at their situation, their situation was worse off than mine. So how could you tell me about my situation when your situation is worse than mine? But I kept praying and I kept the faith. And God showed me just who had been in my corner with me. Prior to divorce, in the midst of divorce, and at the end of divorce. People who had been through the same thing. People who not only helped 
hold me accountable for it. But people who were connected to me mentally and spiritually and emotionally. Because I promise you, there were days where I didn't know if I wanted to live. Days where I had the pills lined up in the bathroom on the counter. Times where I had the scissors ready to slit my wrist. Times where I didn't want to hear what anybody had to say. Where I just wanted to get in a car and just drive off a bridge. And God allowed these women and these gentlemen to speak life into me just to check on me. And that saved me. And I'm still here. I still have a roof over my head. I still have a car to drive. I still have food to eat. I still have clothes to wear. And in the midst of all of this, I stepped out on faith and applied for a new job. Well, I figured they had hired someone else because I never heard from them. I applied in March or April. Applied for many other jobs and I interviewed for three different jobs. Got the call for one job. Then got the call for the second job. And they were ballistic and tried to blame the first call that I got. On why they didn't offer me the job. But truth of the matter was God didn't want me at the first place that I interviewed at. He wanted me at the second place. So divorce, a new home, a new job. Wow. All of this. From January to August. September comes. I welcome in my first grandchild. Oh, he's so adorable. He's so lovable. Told someone that sometimes God takes away something that you thought you loved so much and gives you something else in which you need to have in your life. Truth of the matter is, God took away something and replaced it with something else. Not only that, dealing with divorce, a new house, a new job, a new grandbaby. I now have a future son-in-law. All of this happened in 2023. If I can honestly sit back and reflect, I can truly say that 2023 has been a roller coaster ride for me. I was up and I was down. I was high and I was low. I cried and I cried. I prayed and I prayed. I fought and I fought. But God knows I did my absolute best. But yet I can reflect back and say, thank you, Lord, because you kept me through it all. Times when I didn't want to keep myself. Times when I had to call people for help. And the same people that promised to be there for me are the same people who weren't there for me. 
Now, it's not about money. You can be there physically. And my God, I tell you, there were some people who, who, who got upset because I stopped talking to them in the midst of all of this. But I had to get to a place where I had to hear God and hear God clearly. And I can't hear God clearly if you're constantly in my ear nagging. Well, this is what you need to do. This is what you need to do. But I don't understand this. And I don't know why he left me and his family's doing this and his family's doing that. And they're talking about me. And the whole time, all I see is drama. And I can't hear God. I can't hear God because all I hear is yang, yang, yang and ning, ning, ning from you. And God had to get me in a place where he said, in order to hear me, you're going to have to remove yourself temporarily from this person and this situation. Because I cannot work in you. I cannot work through you. I cannot Move you to your next if you're connected to this. Because God is a God that does things in decency and in order. And mess he does not bless. And I had to loose myself from mess because it was drowning me. It was bombarding me it was almost like I was in a swimming pool and I couldn't swim and I was drowning and the more I cried help the more I waved my hands the more water began to dump on me and I couldn't hear God I could see him but it was cloudy I could see him but the water was on my face and the windshield wipers wasn't working I could see him I couldn't hear him because the water was clogging my ears. And once I stepped away, boom, I began to hear God again. I began to see God again. And of course, the person took offense because they kept calling me and I didn't answer. But what do you do when you have a person like that in your ear? And all they want to do is talk to you about this and talk to you about that. And complain about this and complain about that. What do you do? You can't explain to them what God has said. You can't tell them what God said do. You can't tell them that. And one thing for certain and two things for sure is that I learned quick and I learned a hard way is you don't tell everything that God has for you to do. Some things you got to withhold. Some things you got to hold back. And in that moment, the place that God was calling me to and calling me out, I had to leave that alone. I had to go through 
the process of hearing God clearly. Doing what he told me to do. Helping those that I needed to help. Pray for those that needed my prayers. And I'll be honest, when this person texts me and said, what did I do to them? I was borderline offensive. And I was ready to type back and respond. Not spiritually. I was going to allow myself to respond and not the spirit to respond. But one thing I did do, I apologized in case that person felt like they did something to me and they did not. Because in that mist, when God had me isolate from them, I had to be in position to be available to those that needed me in that time. And the person that needed me the most during that time was, in fact, my daughter. My daughter was injured at a cheer competition, and my mother just happened to be there. Oh, devastating as it is, I was in a rehearsal preparing for a concert that following day, and I received a call that my daughter had been injured, but she was okay. And I was like, wow. I had to leave my church to get to the place where my daughter was. And to find her on a stretcher, hurt, unable to move, tears streaming down her face, being rushed for testing. find out she had a level two concussion and I came back home and we got her settled and God showed me yet again that I was there for her and she needed me the most days later I'm having to rush her back to the emergency room because she felt a leak in her brain still having dizziness still having headaches then we are back having to see a neurologist and they're concerned because she should have been progressing and instead her body was taking longer than it should have but yet she had a concussion and this person Accuse me of not being there for them. When I'm dealing with my own stuff. Divorce. Keeping a home. Keeping a car. 
taking care of children, helping my daughter with a new baby, running back and forth to the hospital with my child who has a concussion. I can't sleep because I'm up pacing and praying and wondering, is my child going to be okay? How long is she going to have to endure these headaches? But you're upset with me because I'm not there for you. Again, I'm back on the roller coaster. And it's October. Now it's November. Thanksgiving. I'm in a funk. Didn't want to talk to nobody. I didn't want to go to work. I didn't want to go to church. Because again, January, divorce. It's November, Thanksgiving. I'm used to cooking, cooking heavy. Turkey, greens, corn casserole, yeast rolls, pies, cakes, cookies. And I'm in a funk because it's my first Thanksgiving as a divorcee. Oh, here's December rushing in like a mighty wind. Christmas. I normally have gifts everywhere. FedEx, UPS, Amazon, coming left and right. Always in the mall or the outlet. Picking up gifts at Target and Walmart. None of that until three days before Christmas. I didn't have it in me. I couldn't fight anymore. I didn't want to do this anymore. Again, I'm on a roller coaster, and this time while being on the roller coaster, I'm at the bottom, trying to inch my way back up. It hurts like hell. And the more I reflect, God had to show me you didn't lose your faith. You kept your joy. You've grown into who I'm calling you to be. You have an excellent support system. You don't owe anybody an explanation for what you want or what you have. You're just going to keep on. Keeping on. Living your life like it's golden. 2024 will be better. Don't forget your past where you come from. Don't forget in the midst of coming from your past what you went through. Because just what you went through will help bring you out and help someone else along the way. Never, ever forget it. Take 2023 to better yourself, to be bigger and better and grow in 2024. Use it as stepping stones and go forth and be great.
Don't allow people to dictate who you are and what you are and the importance of of you in their life. Hear God completely and get in a place and a position and in posture to be able to hear God. And sometimes when you have to get in position and get in a place and be in posture, God may have to remove some people. He may have to remove some things from you in order for you to hear him and see him. And the thing is, everybody isn't going to understand it. You may have to come off social media. You may not can talk to your sister at that moment. You might not can go hang out with your brothers and the fellas because God is calling you to something greater. And it would be robbery to God if you did not hear him completely. Get in position. Be in posture. So you can operate intentionally in your purpose. Starting now, starting January. And when God tells you to go back to whomever or reconnect, then you do it. And you don't have to owe anybody an explanation as to why. Because if it was meant to be, they will already know why. And if they don't understand it, then it's not meant to be. Be in position, be in posture to be purposeful and intentional in your life.